Chapter 5 The Watchman Agency Executive Conference Room Alpha Arlington, Virginia 10.30 a.m. Wednesday, September 21, 2011 After being introduced to Agent Felix Salazar and having him repeat all he'd told Michelle, Muggsy Ricci called his entire executive staff of the Watchmen together in their state-of-the-art executive conference room Alpha. The decor of the ultra-modern conference room was redesigned to duplicate the one aboard Captain Jean-Luc Picard's Enterprise, a surprise that De Niro's two sons had their Uncle Muggsy pull off for their Trekkie dad. Johnny F. even designed the functionality of the room to rival the legendary Starship's conference room, with wall-to-wall -wall monitors and computer workstations set into the mahogany conference table. After initially raising their eyebrows, everyone had to admit that the futuristic design was both functional and comfortable. For the third time that morning, Salazar divulged top-secret information without clearance, first to Wang, then to Ricci, and finally to the rest of the staff. Information he was specifically warned not to share with anyone, yet, instead of feeling nervous, he felt relieved. He knew he had to tell someone. He decided a long time ago that there was no one he trusted more than Bob White, and there was no one Bob White trusted more than Michelle Wang. One thing Salazar didn't tell Wang was that on his last phone call with his old boss, White told him if he ever ran into trouble within the company to call Michelle. As he put it, She's one of the good guys, and there aren't many. As for everyone else at the Watchmen, Wang's trust in them was good enough for him. Sitting around the conference table with Ricci, Wang, Salazar, and Francis were Carla Matthews, Vice President of Government Relations, and Ricci's Executive Assistant, Debbie Lynch. Noticeably absent were Charlie Santapia and Les Pastic. Neither man had been replaced yet. Also participating via remote broadcast from De Niro's covert underground facility, the Coyote's Den, were De Niro and a ranking squad leader of Archangel, Vic Ragoni. Francis brought up a satellite view of Punta Cardon, and now everyone was studying the image on their screens, absorbing what Salazar just told them. The room was quiet for over a minute. Ricci. Does anyone have any questions for Agent Salazar? Carla Matthews, the 38-year-old, tall, attractive African-American head of government relations, spoke up. Agent Salazar, exactly how did you leave off with your superior at Langley? Salazar took a sip from a bottle of water. After Director Maines reprimanded me, severely, for boarding the Talca, she stepped out of the room. I thought I might be suspended or even fired, but when she returned, she gave me the you-are-not-to-divulge-this-information speech, then told me to return to my assignment in Venezuela. She said the station chief would be keeping a close eye on me from now on and that if I valued my career, I would take no further actions without her express orders. What is your assignment? I'm supposed to make a note of all incoming and outgoing vessels from the port of La Guaira, keeping an eye out for any illegal shipping activities. The problem is, by Maine's interpretation of illegal, illegal activities cannot occur aboard legally docked vessels. Francis What does she think the Iranians will use? Blacked-out dinghies to transport missiles to Venezuela? 
Matthews ignored Francis's sarcasm. Uh, to be clear, Agent Salazar, you never saw missiles, correct? Correct. And though you entered the port of Punta Cardon, you weren't able to make it onto the first jetty where the containers ended their trip, correct? Uh, no, ma'am. Matthews nodded that she was finished. Ricci took over. Does anyone else have any questions? There were none. Okay, let's do this. John, have one of your tech people assign Agent Salazar a double B equipped iPhone. Give him operational clearance to Delta Charlie 092111.